In five, <laughs> four, three, two, one. I know. I know. No, you... you said the one. Oops. He doesn't say one. I screwed it up. He just points. Somehow the world will change for me. And some and be so wonderful. Welcome to the We Trippin' Podcast. I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Joel. And we're the We're the Trippinies. <laughs> Did you actually forget or was yes. it like a bit? You yes, forgot for I real? always forget. Dang. I just assume that you're gonna do all the talking and I sit here and watch you. <laughs> That's kind of my role. Okay. So how's it going? Pretty good. How about you? Good. It's football season. It is football season. Oh, wait. You're pumped. Yeah, it's football season. We haven't recorded once since I watched football. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> the Ravens have won two times mm-hmm. since... We're Ravens fans. Yes. Sorry. Many people have discovered that. Mm-hmm. Many people have given up on me as a human being because yeah. of that. So sorry, mom. <laughs> sorry, mom. <laughs> sorry, coworkers. Sorry, my boss. So it's football season, and fall is beginning. So both of us are happy. Well, kind of, yeah. I'm. I don't know. I'm more of like a summer person. That's my favorite season. <clears throat> Till yesterday. But, but yesterday, everything changed because when my neighbor friend attacked. Natasha and I got starbucks and made fall wreaths and i got a pumpkin cream chai latte and it changed my life and it's my new obsession and i think i'm a fall girl now (laughs) (laughs) all it took was one good fall drink yeah now you get to look forward to every year and spend hundreds of dollars Mm -hmm. i have to ask you something before we get into today's topic Uh uh-oh How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Never. (laughs) Never. We've had a discussion. I know, but we had to have it for them too. This is like a big thing going around. Not get it. You don't get it? No. I don't think it's real. Nobody just sits down and goes, The Roman Empire. Yeah, I've thought about it. Like once a year. (laughs) But you you saw something that was talking about like the psychology behind it. Yeah, because I I don't think it's real, probably. But They say, uh, if you think about the Roman Empire because they conquered a lot, it's because psychologically the guy who's thinking about how the Roman Empire all the time isn't conquering enough in his real life. And I don't know what that means because modern day version of conquering doesn't really exist. Yeah. Unless unless you're the president. Well, yeah. Or like in the military in some way, maybe. What that means, I must conquer enough in my life. Maybe. You have... It's strange. Do I, do I conquer you? <laughs> I don't like that. That Yeah, I don't like that word. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> and I saw this one TikTok that was discussing, like, what the girl version of it might be, like, of the Roman Empire. Like, something that girls think about very frequently, like, everybody thinks about. And this girl was saying that it's... Like, being attacked and murdered is what girls think about. Oh, I thought it was a Tom Holland thing. <laughs> oh, that was one, too, that I saw. But I think the one that got a lot of traction was that girls, like, play out scenarios in their head to, like, stay safer. Like, they're constantly, like, watching their surroundings and, like, carry pepper spray and that kind of thing. 
It's a spider. Don't panic. I'm gonna panic. Nobody panic. It's Is a it dead big? Spider. Was it big? No, it was a tiny guy. Oh, thanks. Anyways, now that we talked about the Roman Empire, Tom Holland, and getting mm-hmm. murdered. <laughs> What's oh, this episode one, about? I have oh, one more thing that more. I have to say <laughs> before we start the actual topic. Um, I have to fix something because in the first episode where we talked about our love story, I said that my mom's engagement ring is a peridot. It's not a peridot. It's the same color as a peridot. She corrected me. It's the same color as a peridot, but it's actually a yellow-green sapphire. So it's even more special then, because mine's also sapphire. So it's cool. Um, But I also wanted to share really quick the cool story about it. So my dad's grandfather found the stone when he was in World War II, we think in Australia. And he brought it back with him. He just, like, picked it up, put it in his pocket, brought it back. And he had it made into an engagement ring and necklace for his future wife, who was my dad's grandma. So then my dad had the stone reset into my mom's engagement ring when he was ready to propose. So it's very pretty. Yeah. And it's a sapphire, not a peridot. But okay, enough of that. (laughs) So today we're talking about Lulu and her adoption story. Lulu. Yeah, she's our little baby. We love her. So... I guess whenever we first got married, we didn't really think about getting a dog or any kind of pet soon, but we were always kind of like looking online and stuff, and this local shelter, Fayette Friends of Animals, was always posting new dogs, and so we found them, and they had this dog named Stella, who was like a two-year-old lab mix, right? Um, well... I would assume. I think they're she not was super a great at breeding their dogs. Well, no, they're breed not. identifying their dogs. Yeah. But it looked very much like a lab. It looked a lot like Sammy, which was a lab mix I had when I was a kid. So I would assume. Yeah, and she looked super sweet, and so we were like, maybe we'll just go play with her, like make an appointment and go play with her and see if it'd be a good fit, and then. We can think about it. And so I called them and made an appointment to go meet with her. And then they called me like the day before our appointment and she had been adopted by somebody else. So I was kind of upset because she was really cute, but we decided to keep the appointment anyway and go look at some other dogs. And so we looked at more dog profiles online before we went and Joel like instantly fell in love with Lulu. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you were all for it. Yeah, I think it's... I don't know how much we stressed it, but it's important to mention we didn't want a dog at all. Yeah, When we, we were getting married, like, we were like, it. absolutely no dog for the first two years. And I think I agreed on it on that, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Because I would have gotten a dog at any point, and you were like, no dogs, no kids, no dogs for two years at least. And I was like, a dog is happening before that. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. But I didn't say it out loud. And then I think you finally, because we were like just actively on Pet Finder for like two months straight. Mm -hmm. And then I think it eventually got to you mentally. And that was my 
plan all along. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then you were finally like, let's get Stella. And then we didn't get Stella. Somebody else got Stella, and she's probably really happy yeah. where she is. But we went, and we got to the shelter and played with Lulu. And it was pretty instant. She's got such a big personality, like the most personality of, out of any dog I've ever met. Would you agree with that? Yeah, she didn't have a ton, I think, whenever we went to the shelter. I think her personality has come out much more now. Definitely, but she still, like, was so playful. Yeah. She was, yeah, she was calmer because she didn't know us. She was more nervous, yeah. She was way, now, this is the most, the most insane dog I've ever owned in my entire life, I'm yeah. going to be honest. <laughs> I've never had a dog that barks at me to be on and just in general i've never had a dog that barks at me she's got attitude yeah but she's a lot like my dog i hit the table they're gonna hear it she was a lot like my dog sunny it was a lab um and they like the way that she loves people because mm. sunny's all over you like jumps up in your face and would lick you until you're like pale <laughs> <laughs> and that's what lulu does she's a lot of the similar personalities there but she's got more attitude i think yeah she's got a lot of attitude so we played with her and we were probably only there for like half an hour if that and they were like okay so you want to fill out an application (laughs) and we were like um i i guess yeah like (laughs) i was still kind of on the fence um just because i thought we'd have to like visit her multiple times before they'd let us take her but they're pretty eager (laughs) to adopt out their dogs um they were less restrictive with her there are some dogs where they say you have to visit them multiple times or if you have another dog they have to come visit multiple times with lulu they were less restrictive i think because she was a good family dog and then just ended up in the shelters i think they were more comfortable with her leaving after a visit as long as the people that met her were good. Yeah, I think it was pretty cut and dry because we are a young married couple, like no kids, no other animals. Um, we both have jobs. Like It was a pretty quick process because they said it would take a couple business days for our application to be approved. And so we went to the store and we were just like walking around Walmart after our um, meeting with her. And they called us. It had been like like an hour, if Mm -hmm. that, after we left there. And they were like, you got approved. Why can't you come pick her up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, they just wanted to... so fast. I think they just needed to call our landlord was the only person they called. Yep. Because I texted her to be like, you might get a call. And she was like, oh, I think that's who just called me. And then I think she called them back. And then we got a call from the shelter shortly thereafter for the you may have the dog call so i think that was all i wanted was to talk to our landlord yeah it was so fast and so then we were going to pet smart and getting all the things and we did wait a few days to get her just because we had to like get our space ready um and then we picked her up and she was still pretty shy but like even like the second we got her home she was like licking our faces jumping on our bed like she just made herself right at home well she yeah she adjusted I think instantly, I mean, she immediately laid down on the floor, she she went straight to her toy bin mm-hmm. and picked her collar. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the only thing she struggled with our first day, I mean, she loved us, I don't think 
I think she knew. She, dogs just know. Mm-hmm. They know when they found their home. I think the only thing she struggled with, though, was just the first night sleeping because she really didn't, I don't think, lay down the whole night. I think she just kept yeah. walking back and forth between our, our two rooms. Yeah, just kind of, like, nervous, I guess. But that's the only thing I think she struggled with. Yeah, because she had, she had been at the shelter. We adopted her April 10th of this year, 2023, and she had been at the shelter since July of 2022, and she had actually been adopted and returned twice, which yeah. I hate that. Like, that sucks that people do that, because I think they just don't realize the commitment that they're getting into until they get the dog home. But um, she was adopted once in September of 2022 and returned to the shelter a couple weeks later. And then the same thing happened again. It was like a couple weeks in October of 2022. And their reasoning was, I know they said like the one person said that she barked too much. Which, she's a barker, but like all dogs bark. I'm going to be honest, I've never ever seen a dog bark as much as her. Yeah, she's so I don't get it, but like she definitely barks a lot. (laughs) Yeah, they just weren't weren't like willing to work with her on it. You know, we've been we've been working with her on it, and it's better than it was. She still barks a lot, but it's better. And then the other person said that she's they weren't she wasn't good with their cats. I don't think they gave a reason, but she's not good with cats apparently. Yeah, well, I think that was their only reason. I think they took her back just because of the cats. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but they didn't say like if she was like aggressive with them or played too rough or she they probably didn't just like chased her. them. Yeah, they probably just didn't like her. Probably brought her in the front door. She chased her cats, and they were like, "Nope, back to the shelter." Yeah, probably. Gave her one hour. Yeah, but she's definitely settled in with us now. Um, one thing we wanted to mention is that they kind of advertised her as a, like a cuddle bug. And a couch potato, and she is not either of those things. Yes, I think we should very much preface this with we were only committing to a dog because we wanted an older dog. She's six. Mm-hmm. She's we six wanted an old. older dog that would mostly just sit around with us because we have an apartment and not mm-hmm. really enough space. Yes, so we got a we... dog that was labeled as a cuddle bug couch potato that is six years old. Yeah, because we thought she'd be lower energy, lower maintenance, and we don't have a yard or anything. So we didn't want to put, like, an overactive dog in a small apartment. I think that's mean. Um, But she is hyperactive. (laughs) She is kind of anxious. And they also said she was a lab mix. And she's not a lab mix. We got her DNA tested, and she's not. She doesn't have lab in her at all. Yeah, she got a little bit of the retriever species mm-hmm. is that what they would be considered <laughs> yeah i can read her i'll read her breakdown um so she has a lot of herding dog she's 26 percent australian cattle dog three percent german shepherd and one percent australian shepherd now i know these aren't like necessarily exact but we've seen a lot of these breeds in her personality i think they're pretty accurate i think they're pretty good and she's 26 percent golden retriever doesn't look like one, I don't think. I see it in her happy face. Yeah. With the way she... That big smile. Happy smiles. Yeah. She's got that dopey golden smile. Mm-hmm. She's 12% Alaskan Malamute and 12% Siberian Husky, 5% Pipple, 5% Rottweiler, which is where she gets her coloring 
we think. Even though she's only 5%, it's supposedly really dominant. So, because she's almost all black with a brown, like, mask on her face and brown feet. Wait, is it actually dominant? Is that true? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't That's know That's what that. it said in her genetic breakdown, was that she's, like, the most likely to have those colorings. Oh. Probably because oh. of the Rottweiler. And she's 5% Beagle and 5% Chihuahua. I think all of the terrorizing nature of her breed comes from the Beagle and the Chihuahua. <laughs> this yeah, one. that's a strong 10%. Yep. <laughs> that 10% makes her a crackhead. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but we love her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I know we both became really curious about her previous owner because she was with the same person for five years before they took her to the shelter. And so we were kind of wondering, like, who they were, where she came from, why she was given up. And I was a little sneaky. And I found... Because <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. They told us not to do that. Did they? But, mm-hmm. I don't remember. I don't well, follow rules. They I, had, in one year out the other. They had her contact info on the one form that they gave us for Lulu. And she, like, blacked it out. But she just blacked it out, like, with Sharpie. So, like, if you hold it up to the light, you can see through it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just too nosy for my own good. Because you're not supposed to do that, but I did. And so I got her name and her email. And I was like, I think I'm just going to email her. And she doesn't have to respond if she, like, didn't want anything to do with her. But I'm just, like, I just wanted to know, like, where she came from. And maybe get some puppy pictures. And so I shot her an email, and she was super excited that we reached out. And she said that she used to call the shelter and check in on her sometimes. And that she was really hoping she'd get to a good home. And so she sent us some puppy pictures, and then I sent her some pictures that we've gotten with her. And she's just, like, the sweetest lady, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that, like, Lulu was loved growing up, and she's loved now, too. Yeah. So I think that's really important. I think that's one of the reasons she is such a good dog is because she did have a good home before. Yeah. She was only rehomed just because her owner couldn't take care of her. I think it's important. It wasn't just a situation where they decided they didn't want her anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it was hard for her, which I think makes that more comforting for us. Yeah. She said it was really hard for her. She just got sick and was getting older and couldn't keep up with her energy that she knew she needed and whenever she did go to the shelter she was like 70 pounds almost and now she's 50 (laughs) so she was very much overweight she was 46 and then she was 52 (laughs) she was 46 when we (laughs) got her and now she's about 50 (laughs) yeah when when they weighed her what wasn't she 52 and then that's when we realized we need to stop feeding her people food Mackenzie hey I've (laughs) cut back though Yes, you have. We've been doing well with that. I had never feed her people food. And then she looks at you once with a little sad face, and you're like, okay, you can have my world. I just want to give her the world. Is that too much? Yeah, the world is not making her fat. (laughs) (laughs) But she's happy. She's fat and happy. Remember that one day she literally used you? She, like, walked over to you? Did she? (laughs) She's 
stole your ice cream cone. Remember that? She did. Because you were like, okay, you can have one bite. And then she like, I wanted her to take she one like lick. snuck up a little bit and gave you a little licks to like make, convince you she wasn't going to do anything. And then you yeah. let your guard down and all of a sudden there was no ice cream cone in your She hand. snapped it. <laughs> she sniped she it right from me. She advantage of you. But she looks at me and she's like, oh, he ain't giving me nothing. I'll go sit down. Yeah. Well, she knows I'm the weak link with that. <laughs> yeah, she. It was, it was a full ice cream cone. I had had like a couple bites. <laughs> and she took I just stood there with my jaw on the floor and I was like what just happened yeah, I hadn't even look I didn't I didn't watch her do it I was looking away then all of a sudden I hear you go I look over and there's just no more ice cream cone and it's just gone <laughs> the dog stole my ice cream <laughs> but we've been in contact with the previous owner and she even sent us like this really nice card just thanking us for adopting Lulu and taking good care of her and she had a check in there so we could get Lulu some new toys from her it was super sweet so we bought her squeaky toys she specified and I have one grudge against her now because of that but that's it yeah because we had to get her more squeaky toys (laughs) Lulu loves her squeaky toys and she loves to kill them so they don't last very long yeah it's also just like and all day of yeah. <laughs> the whole day. They're painful for the day that it takes her to kill them. Yes. I can hear her killing one now in the other room. Actually, <laughs> is it squeaking? <laughs> no, I think it's dead. She's like ripping it. <laughs> it's just an awkward dead silence. It's like because we're listening to her murder. Mm-hmm. I said earlier it's because she's. She's chewing the toy, but she's picturing a bunny. <laughs> that killer instinct. <laughs> she does love her bunnies. Mm-hmm. About the only animal squirrels. Squirrels, for sure. I kind of want to let her chase one. Like, I, I don't, I don't, we'll I don't want her back. to kill one, but I just want to, like, let her chase She'll one. never catch one. They're, those things are so agile and impressive. She's just going to be running forever. Yeah. And then we'll never find our dog thrill. again. I just want to let her have that thrill. No, you know, it's what she's meant to do. It's like chase stuff. Let's turn her into a bird dog then. Okay, she points. Does she? Is that what they do? She's yeah, pointed before. Bird dogs point. Yeah, that's what they're. Well, hunting dogs in general are supposed to point. Yeah. She like the bird li- dog pose. She like lifts her leg up they... and sticks her nose out uh, yeah. towards squirrels and stuff. Yeah. Don't bird dog my quail. <laughs> she's very smart. She knew sit and paw whenever we got her. Now we've taught her down and uh, stay. She's still learning a little bit. It depends on her mood and her surroundings. Because she's smart enough to know how to do the tricks, but she's also smart enough to know that she doesn't have to do them. And she won't do them unless there's a treat in front of her. Yeah. If she can't see the treat, she's not doing it. Yeah. I think what's interesting about dogs, but especially her, but they're all like this, is how routine-oriented a dog can get. Mm. They know the times of everything and when they should be doing stuff. And Because we were getting up consistently at 5 a.m., that's when she's getting up to bark in our faces for <laughs> her first bathroom break of the day. And then she gets used to us leaving to go to the gym. And she goes upstairs to go sleep more. And then we come back and she knows we're back for a couple hours. And then she goes to her corner to pout when we go to work because she knows we're going to work. Like, she knows the times. 
And, like, she'll know what time of day it is, and that'll determine which direction she goes when she when we go out the door. Mm-hmm. If it's our lunch break, she knows to go left to go on a walk. If it's our post-work post, post work day, she knows to go right to go to the park. And I think that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah, she's really smart. I think she's integrated really well. We take good care of her, and she takes good care of us. Well, she is the most spoiled dog in the world. That's... She is. Not even arguable. Yeah. There's... There's... The dogs I've grown up with who get the bare minimum, but pets. They get pets, and they like that. <laughs> she... We basically make money to give to her. <laughs> She's much. like our spoiled daughter. Yeah. We're like, here, have our income. <laughs> She really is our little She's baby. She's like, but dad, I want a new car. Okay, here you go. <laughs> That's Lulu. Mm-hmm. She gets everything she's ever wanted. Yeah. We butter her paws. We do. I got butter for her paws. <laughs> well, I got it like kind of for her hot spots that she gets sometimes. Well, we got them for her paws and then started using it for other purposes. But Yeah. Yeah, her paws get buttered. Because they're so dry and cracked. They've probably never been buttered before. What else do we do? We pamper that dog. We do. Well, we used to... I used to get her groomed at PetSmart, but that's kind of expensive, so we do it on our own now. Because if you didn't know this, I don't think every location does it, but our tractor supply has a little dog wash station in the back. I feel like they all probably do it. I don't know if they all do it, but maybe. But they have a little dog wash station in the back. You can do it yourself, and it's only $10. And they have, like, the shampoo and the blow dryer and towels and, like, all that stuff. So you just go do that, and it's so much cheaper. And then you don't have a fur explosion in your bathroom. Yes. We bathed her, like, the first time we brought her home, like, during that first week. Well, I think we bathed her the day of. The day we brought her home? Because she was pretty... No. Wait. I feel like she was pretty dirty, but I don't but think But they bathed true. her before we picked her up. Yeah. Because maybe... she was damp whenever we got her. Maybe we didn't bathe her then. I think it was like later that week or something. Yeah. But we bathed her in our bathroom in our apartment. And whenever we got her out of the tub, she shook and fur hit the ceiling. So we were like... (laughs) It's on the mirror. It was on the mirror. It's probably still there in spots that I can't reach. It looked like maybe like a dog imploded in our bathroom a little bit. It was awful. So I was like, we're never doing that again. And then I took her to PetSmart for a while, but... It's kind of expensive. Yeah. I'm just scared to cut her nails on my own. Yeah, we haven't done that yet. I know. (laughs) We'll get there. Mm -hmm. Where are we at? We're still on day one with her. And we have so many things to talk about. What do you mean? Where are we at in the Lulu story? We've been hopping all over the place. Oh, yeah. We're kind of up and down, back and forth. We've been going all over the place. Yeah. But something we're gonna go all the way back to <laughs> to when we first got her. Is what I thought was interesting too. I look back on it, and we got a dog because you mentioned how we were both in stable jobs, mm-hmm. and I thought about it. And I was like, we got a dog while I was kind of in job limbo. I didn't really because I, I was on my oh, yeah. way out of my current job and didn't really have my other job f- secured yet. Mm-hmm. And even though. I felt... Did I do my first interview yet there? I don't think I had. I think I had done my first interview. It was April 10th. I think I did do the first interview. Because then when we got her, it was like the... 
the second day we got, like, the second day we had where I went and did the second interview. But I didn't fully have a job secured. I was pretty confident I was going to get it. But it was just interesting how confident we were in getting her, not knowing if we'd have the money to be able to support her just because we knew it was going to work out and we didn't want to, you know, we were meant to have that dog. I do believe we were meant to have her. And it was going to give us the right opportunity. And then the second day we had her, I had my follow-up interview at that job and I got it. She gave us the mojo. And then I also think that we had a lot of confidence during that period just because we knew that God was going to provide. So we weren't too worried about it because we knew that we'd be where we're supposed to be where and when we're supposed to be there yeah so Uh, yeah a lot of things happened in that month like Mm -hmm. time span of like 30 some days that Mm -hmm. just showed us we're like you know what let's just go with the flow let's just do it and it's gonna work because it's like i got a job you quit a job got another job and we got a dog yeah in the span of like a month yeah we just love her, and I feel like I can't imagine our lives without her now. Like, yeah. it feels like we've always had her. Yeah. Sometimes it feels as though we've owned her forever. Mm-hmm. And it's been five months. Yeah, it hasn't even been six months yet. <laughs> She's just such a part of our family. I love her. And her name was always Lulu. That's something I forgot to say. Yeah, we weren't going to change her name. After no, she's six. I, it six felt weird. years of hearing it. I don't think she would appreciate that. We'd be like, well, what would we have named her if we didn't? I have no idea. Come here, Tina. She'd be like, my what? <laughs> what? I know you ain't talking to me. We did give her a middle name, though. Belle. I feel like they also called her that. Well, they did, but I don't know because if that was her official middle name, but we did make that her I name. I heard them call her, I think it was just a pet name that one of the volunteers had given her. Mm-hmm. She she kept calling her Lou Bell. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the one that like lit up Lulu's world when we first saw her. Yeah. She was a little timid when she saw us, and then that lady locked in and went, Lulu Bell, and then like Lulu like, lit up like the moon, and her tail was wagging like crazy yeah. and jumping on her. So Yeah, so she's our Lou Bell. Lou Bell. About Trippany. I'm gonna get emotional. Don't cry. Maybe she can come say hi. Maybe. To the people. <laughs> uh oh. Come say hi to the people. Here comes the beast. Hi. What do you want to say? <laughs> what's up? <laughs> she literally went to the mic. Thank you for the kisses. Hey, Lulu. Say hello. What do you want to say to the people? Say thanks for listening. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. We're done. Well, we got to talk about the dog. Yeah, not a very long episode. But now we take but... her, we live in a nice area, and we take her up the mountain where there is very nice trails and Ohio rivers pile. and parks. Oh, yeah, Ohio Pile. It's famous. Mm-hmm. And there's rivers nice. and parks, and she gets to go trail running. And then we, we took her on a vacation to Deep Creek, Maryland, and she got to hike for like four miles. And yeah, she we're just very lives active with her. the best life. She's made us so much healthier. And I get we, like four miles a day. <laughs> and we have a dog park less than a mile from our apartment. It's like a two-minute drive. And she's made a bunch of friends there. We are not about to end this podcast without acknowledging her best friend, right? No, we can't. Yeah, Her that's best illegal. friend, Franklin. 
Hi. She loves. She just got excited for me saying his yeah, name. Yeah, tail light. She loves him so much. He is a one-year-old red golden retriever, and she has another bestie named Chase, who's a. Uh, what are they called? English muffin? <laughs> <laughs> He's an English muffin. He's just another golden retriever, but he's white. But the Whatever white they're one. called. They're like English. Golden, English muffin? English muffin retrievers. Irish cream? <laughs> English Irish cream. I think, I think it's actually, latte. I think it's English cream. Yeah, it's an English guy. English cream He goes, retriever. cheerio, mate. So he's and then a, bites her ears. He's, he's a white golden cheerio. retriever. Cheerio. <laughs> he's also one, and he's cray cray. They wrestle. Yeah, that one's our neighbor. She'll play in their backyard sometimes. Like, they're more letting our kids go have fun for the day. Yeah. But they're just dogs. <laughs> we'll, like, knock on his door. Can Chase come out and play? <laughs> <laughs> but they're, like, she's, she loves Franklin. Franklin and her play a little more calmly. They play nicer. They like to chase the but ball together. They play the, fetch. Yeah, you've gotten pretty close with Franklin's owner. and Yeah, Franklin's mom, Casey. She's great. They have park playdates all the time. Yeah. yeah. I said park, it didn't die. Well, <laughs> be a part of the podcast or scram. Make content or scram. <laughs> content. Lulu, content. What do you want to say to people? Content. Content. Get us views. <laughs> we got a good shake. <laughs> All right. I'm just pumping the table. Well, anything else? I don't think so. That was our podcast all about Lulu and how we got her. And we love her so much and we're excited for more adventures with her. Yeah. And to make her happy for the rest of her life, which is going to be very, very long. Mm-hmm. She's a mixed breed, so they're supposed to live on average of 30 years. 30 years. I, that's what Google told me. <laughs> Whenever I ignored the part that they say, like 15, mm. I doubled it. Doubled it. I'll double that. 60. She's going to be She's 60. She's going to outlive us. That's how long it's going to be. She would be a national treasure. Yeah. She already is. True. <laughs> okay, thanks for. I can't. <laughs> thanks so much for listening to this episode. And hearing all about our little baby. Um, we want to hear about some of your pet's adoption or origin stories. So make sure you comment those on our Instagram post for this episode. Our Instagram is at WeTrippinPod. So make sure you follow us on there so we can interact with you guys a little bit more. And we'll see you in two weeks. All right. Bye. Bye. That's good. Don't trip on your way out. Oh my goodness. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <Ugh. coughs> She's in my mouth. Oh. Ew. Okay. No, no. <laughs>